going on. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with the Buffalo Bills. The reason I'm smirking is because one of our producers, Connor, is an absolutely gigantic Buffalo Bills fan. And Mojo, last night, That loss was about as bad as it gets for the Buffalo Bills, who are now 5-5 five and five mojo. I mean, it's, it's shocking. The Buffalo Bills, obviously, if you look at the talent on their team, they've got a lot of really great players. They've got somebody who is supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but Josh Allen continues to turn the ball over last night. And again, in heartbreaking fashion, Mojo, they were, the Bills were up a point. As you know, if you watched the game last night, the Broncos attempt a 41-yard field goal to win the game, and they missed the kick. Wide right, barely wide right, but wide right. What do you know it? The Bills had 12 guys on the field. It was a hectic moment. The Broncos didn't have a timeout, so people were running on the field, running off the field, a lot going on. Point is, they had an extra guy on the field. If you have an extra guy on the field, you get to re-kick that sucker only five yards closer, 36 yards. The Broncos didn't miss that one, and they go on to win this game, Mojo. 24-22, critical game uh, for uh, the AFC East standings. The Bills are fighting for their playoff lives, and it's, it's just shocking. It really is. Talk about two teams that totally took a 180 this season, right? And albeit completely different directions. I mean, there was a time when the Denver Broncos were the worst team in the NFL. I mean, they were horrible. Horrible. And now they seem to have found their stride and they're rocking and rolling. Then you talk about the Bills. I mean, someone you always expect to make a deep postseason run, at least recently, and they are just imploding. I don't know what's going on over there, and it's particularly painful for me because Buffalo Bills fans might be the most fun fans in the entire NFL. I mean, going through flaming tables in the tailgate. Yeah. That is what we want to see in the postseason. And I hate to say it, we might not be getting any of that this year. Condolences to producer Connor Hurley. Yeah, yeah. I think they're they're uh, one of, if not the most passionate, we'll call it, fan bases out there. And uh, that had to be a tough pill to swallow yesterday in New York. That's a game I, I don't think that many Buffalo Bills fans thought they were going to lose. And clearly, Mojo, uh, people might argue that the Bills didn't show all of the fight on the uh, football field, but they certainly did show the fight off of the football field. Not necessarily the Bills players, though. There was an absolute knock them down drag them out brawl in the stands, in the nosebleeds, Mojo. Uh, last night uh, was after the Bills scored a touchdown. Bill on Bill violence. Take a look. Oh! Oh! Come on! Let's go! Come on! Oh, yeah! Let's go! Oh! 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 The Bills made me want to shout too, boys! Yeah! Mojo wouldn't be an NFL game if drunk men didn't knock each other's teeth out in the stands. So, hey, man, we cover fights all the time on this show. This one wasn't bad. This was pretty controlled. Yeah. One on one. No crazy people (laughs) diving in from uh, the 400 level. (laughs) They were shooting down to get in on this thing. So as far as fights go, not bad. I did respect number 17. 
putting his hood back up to provide for ear protection in case he caught a live one. Uh, cauliflower ear is a real thing, and it is there to stay. I've had mine drained a few times. It never quite goes away, so hats off to the guy for the heads-up move of putting up his hood to uh, prevent against that. All right, Mojo, moving on to Tom Brady. Tom Brady, who was out last night in Beverly Hills with one of the biggest stars in all of sports media. Tom Brady and Aaron Andrews had dinner last night, Mojo, at a restaurant so fancy, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Uh, Funke, I think, never been there. Uh, expensive restaurant, one of the nicer ones in all of Beverly Hills. Now, before you start thinking that they were on a date or this was anything romantic, no, not the case at all. Of course, they are work colleagues with one another. Tom Brady has that incredibly lucrative deal with Fox Sports, uh, said to be uh, you know, worth about 10 years and, and hundreds of millions of dollars, almost $400 million, Mojo, according to some reports. So last night, Tom Brady, Aaron Andrews, who of course is also a member of the Fox Sports team, and uh, some other people who, uh, who are involved with putting on these NFL games, they had this work dinner in Los Angeles, and uh, we've got some photos. You obviously see Tom Brady right there with a... Uh, a menacing-looking security guard who doesn't <laughs> seem like he wants photos taken, Mojo. <laughs> this is great, Babcock. Yeah. I mean, hey, it seems like forever ago he agreed to this blockbuster contract. It was. It was forever <laughs> ago. Man, he's had like 43 <laughs> jobs since then, including working yeah. for Delta Airlines, who needs to revisit their diamond medallion qualifications for next year. I'm still holding strong on that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is cool, right? I mean, he's, he's been doing a lot of other things. It's good yeah. to circle up, get back on the same page with the Fox staff. I mean, I think Tom Brady is absolutely going to crush it mm. with this job. I think he's made for it. He's entertaining. He's got a better football mind than just about anybody on the planet. But uh, building that chemistry with your coworkers early that's what these dinners are about. Yeah. And uh, I guess if Aaron Andrews is there, too, that's not such a bad thing either. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, they have a lot of very talented broadcasters. And now you're bringing in, you know, the biggest guy in, in maybe ever in the history of football who is moving from the field to the broadcast booth. So uh, going to be interesting to see how all that plays out. But I think he's going to be uh, awesome. Also, I do wonder, Mojo, now. Aaron Andrews obviously is, uh, is, is very happily married to a former NHL star in, in Jared Stoll. She is credited, as you know, though, Mojo, and I know you don't really believe in this relationship, but she is credited with bringing together Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I wonder if Aaron had any ideas of who she could possibly set him up with, and um, perhaps we see Tom Brady on a date sometime soon. A big show truly isn't a big show without AEW superstar Paul White. The seven-foot mountain of a man is in studio to talk about his street fight on Wednesday night. We're coming from the top row on CNC Sports. Her. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. 
It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Uh, I, I don't think I need to uh, introduce this man right here. You might want to so people know what to call me. But, oh, I know, I know. So, yes, I'm, I'm Paul White. White. Yes. You are not yeah, the other. Right. the guy from uh, Harry Potter. He <laughs> shall not be named. Yeah, That's great. Well, I didn't think we'd have a Baltimore reference yeah. Uh, yeah. five seconds in. I've had uh, people try to chant that sometimes. Some of the shows I went to, I'm like, eh, don't do that. Not my intellectual property. <laughs> Let's move along. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Uh, so you're, you are Paul White? Yes, I think uh, so today. You, yeah. you are wrestling in a uh, big-time match yes. tomorrow, Wednesday night. Yes, like a dragon, Gaiden street fight. So Eight-man match. Yeah, don't ask me what that involves. I just know it sounds <laughs> like there'll be a lot of carnage and a lot of bodies flying everywhere, so just another day at the office. Right. So... You've been with AEW for a few years. Yes. You've been behind the microphone. Yes. You haven't wrestled that much, right? I haven't, Handful. dude. I've been, I've been fighting. Uh, uh, you know, I ran hard for many years when I yeah. worked for WWE. Um, and in about 2018, I think the bill came due. I had really hip replacement on the left hip, then hip replacement on the right hip. And last year, I had a left knee replacement. So uh, uh, I'm running out of joints pretty soon. <laughs> All the joints have been replaced that feel great. So, you know, at this point, I'm, I feel like I'm Terminator now. I've got metal parts that I'm moving great. You feel good, ready I feel to go? Good. I mean, I'm still beat up. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. I did this five nights a week for 20-plus years all over the world. Uh, so um, at this stage of the game for me, it's not necessarily about winning championships. Right. It's, it's having fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, nobody at 51 is going to be like they were at 31. Right. You know, but mentally, I feel great. I'm in a great company. I work for, work with a lot of great people, a lot of young kids, with a lot of passion, and uh, I'm having fun. You know, are you? I mean, like you said, you've done this thousands yeah. of times. Are you excited? Tomorrow, you're going to get in a ring. I am excited. excited? I'm excited. I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm nervous. Um, really? I think that's part of the, the draw or the magic of doing what we do is um, that anticipation, that adrenaline rush right. of performing in front of a crowd and. And wanted to put on a, a good show, an exciting show. And, and that's a hard, lack of a better term, that's a hard fix to get anywhere else. Yeah. You know, and you have, to adjust your, you have to adjust your expectations on um, what you're doing as things mature. Because, you know, when you're younger, it's, it's kind of about you. They're yep. building you. Yep. They're building you. Well, I'm built. Right. I'm, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, so now it, it's my chance to uh, give back to other talent and help you know, younger talent establish themselves and and hopefully become household names at some point too. Wednesday night, eight man match. Whole country's watching on TBS. Uh, how how often do we see you in the in the ring? Uh, in this in this match coming. Well, well, there's no in general though. What what is the in what's the general plan going, going forward? forward? Well, the thing Flair is just did it. It wrestled at seventy seventy three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we have is Big Listen, Show wrestling dude, at seventy three? Or I see, I, I just did it. it is yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? It'll get you. It'll get you. Um, <laughs> I said I wasn't going to do it, too. Well, I mean, Flair's a, a unique individual. I mean, I hope I make it to 73. 
Um, you know, he's just been an amazing guy that has that energy and, and love for what he does, and that's who he is. I know that me personally, um, this was kind of a situation with uh, with this setup that I had to come in and fill in this spot, yeah. which is fine. That's yeah. what you do. Um, there's more personal things that I'm trying to get going because Tony has uh, secured the rights for Captain Insano. So we're trying to do something fun with that and bring that back. And a lot of it is is just trying to get the timing right and uh, introduce it at the right time because that, I think, will be my main, uh, lack of a better term, the wall last run. Mm. Do Captain Insano. When we bring that out, we'll run with that hard and fast and uh, and take that work. I have 51 now. I have a couple years left here in AEW. Uh, I don't plan on going anywhere. At this stage of the game, if I didn't love what I do, oh. I wouldn't do it. Right. I don't right. have to. Right. You're financially you know, secure. I'm good. Right. Like, I got a pantry full of food. The fridge right. is full. The lights are on. Right. I don't need anything else. <laughs> you got it. You know what I mean? But I'm doing this because, you know what? I love doing it, and I, I love the energy of our AEW talent, and I love the fact that we're building something. I mean, um, you know, we sold out Wembley Stadium in August just on brand right. alone. That's that's Right. It's huge, you know. We got we got a lot of ways to go, and we're growing as a company, and we're we're growing as talent. But to be here at those stages and be part of the mix, um, I'm grateful to be a part of it. Watch Big Show tomorrow. Uh, Who? Oh my God! Who? I want you to know that uh, he said that I didn't, and I correct him on the intellectual property. I am Paul White, future known as Captain Insano. Like a dragon, street fight tomorrow, 8, 7 central on TV. Thank you. A lot of people speculated that Donna Kelsey, Travis's mother, didn't like Taylor Swift. Now, we've seen them together multiple times in the luxury box at Arrowhead Stadium. But you might remember Donna had gone on the Today Show and they asked her, hey, what's Taylor like? All excited. And Donna was like, yeah, it's okay. So. A lot of people have since speculated maybe they don't have the greatest relationship. I don't think that's the case, Mojo. And I, I do have some proof now. So we know Taylor is uh, now in the middle of her international tour. We will get uh, into that in just a second here. She still has the Errors Tour movie, though, playing in uh, the theaters here in the United States. Who do you know, Mojo, went to actually go see the movie? Donna Kelsey. So Donna Kelsey, and we have learned this because one fan, that woman right there, uh, she actually spotted Donna Kelsey, knew it was her, went up to her, and they had a conversation. But Donna Kelsey went and saw the movie without any fanfare at a theater, Mojo, uh, probably not too far from you in Florida, and uh, the, the fan there who ended up taking the photograph with her said that she was awesome, was super sweet, and obviously had a lot of great things to say about Taylor Swift. So I don't think, Mojo, that Donna Kelsey would went out and seen the movie if their relationship wasn't real or if they didn't like each other. So there's my proof. Hey, maybe Taylor's starting to grow on Donna Kelsey. <laughs> maybe she didn't really care for her from the start, but now that this has been going for a bit, maybe it's yeah. time to start doing your due diligence, okay. give this uh, an open shot with an open heart. And yeah. you know what? I like the way Donna Kelsey approached this situation just because you're Taylor Swift with a Kelsey family is not just going to bow down <laughs> and welcome you with open arms. No, we know your track record, lady. Anytime you've been with a guy and it ends, you write a song about him. 
So uh, we don't true. want our guy getting posterized here in the vocal sense. So Mama Bear's got to protect her cub, and I think that's what's going on here. But Taylor definitely seems very sweet every time we've seen pictures, videos, whatever it is. She's come off like she's had she's having a truly, truly genuine time, whether it's for a real relationship or a stage <laughs> one. I think it's no uh, I, don't, I don't think there's any conflict here arguing that they're not both having a great time with it either way. So, yeah, maybe maybe Mama Kelsey's giving this thing a, a second look and uh starting to get out there a little more. I, Mojo, I think that was harmless, but uh, if there are any Swifties who are mad, Mojo Mutati is who you uh, you address the complaints to here. Uh, I love you, Swifties. What'd I say? And no, you didn't say anything. You didn't say anything. All you said was she writes songs about her exes, which is a you fact, gotta Mojo. Careful. You gotta <laughs> be careful, Babcock. You, you don't want a song written after you. I'm not knocking her. I would do it too if I was in her shoes. That's true. Uh, before we move on, Mojo, this is interesting. So we know the reason that Travis had the opportunity to fly to Argentina and to see her show on Saturday and hang the whole weekend with Taylor is because the Chiefs had a bye week. Now, they don't play another game until Monday night in Philadelphia when they take on Travis's brother's team, Jason Kelsey's Philadelphia Eagles. Here's what's interesting, Mojo. So, yes, Taylor is in the middle of this international tour, and yes, she does have shows this weekend in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. We know Travis Kelsey will not be at those shows unless he quits his day job. There is no way he will be there. I will say this, Mojo. I don't think it's crazy that Taylor is at his game on Monday. A lot of people have thought they were done seeing each other, at least for the time being, because of her tour. I'll say this, though, Mojo. On Monday, Taylor Swift was in New York City. That means after doing the shows over the weekend in Argentina, she got on her jet and she flew back to the United States. She has shows again in Rio. Why can't she fly back to Philly an hour and a half from New York City in her private jet after the Brazil shows and watch her man play football? I think she's going to be there on Monday. We're going to find out if I'm right. I love a good superstition, but you know, couldn't you just do something like eating the same pregame meal? Did it have to be the red underwear? <laughs> well, you know, um, well, first, my wife, Brittany, got them for me, so I had to, I'm not, not throwing y'all down, but I have to wear them, you know. But uh, at the same time, I threw them on that first season. Um, we had a pretty good season that season. I only wear them for game day, though, so I can't get – they're not too worn down. They're not like these, like, nasty – I clean them. You wash them. Um, you wash them? I do. Okay. I wash them. I wash them every once in a while, at least. Is it a thong? Um, is it a G-string? What is it? I mean, if we're, if we're on a hot streak, I can't wash them, you know? Like, I got to just keep, keep it rolling. Hot streak. Uh, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, last night, Monday Night Football with Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, obviously, confirming a rumor. Uh, Chad Henney, his backup quarterback, once told the story that uh, Patrick wore the same underwear for every single NFL game that he had ever played in. And there he was confirming it. He says back in what would have been 2017 or 2018, he got the underwear. And yes, he wears them all the time, every single game. And Mojo, he says he does not clean them. When they're on, again, you heard him say it, hot, at hot streak, they win a lot of games. So he could go months at a time. Same underwear. I'm sick. Ugh. That is so stank. Oh, bro, that is so nasty. I mean, you wear football pants and the heat gets trapped in there. You're running around. You're getting tackled. You're on the ground. Brother, your gear after a football game 
so badly. Yeah. It is nasty. It's a good thing Mahomes is a married man because uh, <laughs> as a single man, this would be a legitimate problem. I think that would definitely limit who you're able to go after. So, yeah. I mean, look, this guy's talking about not even washing them during hot streaks. Oof. I mean, during hot streaks, this man's definitely got hot streaks in his drawers, Ooh, if you know what I'm talking about. You ain't about, kidding. So. I, I think we, we read you loud and clear, Mojo. I'll say that I remember, and uh, so if, I was an incredible, incredible backup quarterback in high school. And when I would, you know, I'd take, take my snap and then sometimes give it a little sniff, the worst thing that I've ever, ever, ever oh. experienced in my life still, all these years later, <laughs> and I'm old now, still affecting me mentally. Uh, so I can only imagine what those underwear smell like. What does he do with them during the week when he's not wearing them? I have so many questions. We will try and get the answers. We are out of time. We're already gone over, Mojo. A lot of stuff tomorrow. Andre Ward, one of the greatest boxers of this entire generation. We're going to talk to him. Got a new book that just came out. Exciting stuff. Going to be a great show, Mojo. Absolutely, Babcock. Not talking about dirty underwear you never with know. hot streaks in them. Never know. You never know. Hopefully, <laughs> should in theory make tomorrow's show what the best show since today. No dirty underwear. <laughs>